0: There's some new colors on the pride flag. What do we think about it? Gay Weekly Roundtable starts now. You're
1: tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Gay Day Weekly Week. Roundtable, Please. brought in by Carly Rae Jepsen, who is a controversial pick for Tony Moore, but... He's gay, so he's going to have to... Like, he's shimmy in his shoulders. He couldn't resist.
1: Well, I mean, I shimmy because the music was playing. But, <laughs> exactly. But when you suggested Ray Gibson, I was like...
0: Mm-hmm. Except it was a little more vocal than that. <laughs>
1: Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome.
0: We are your hosts. I'm Adam Slandra. You can find me at Adam Slandra on all social.
1: Hi, and I'm Tony Moore. And you can find me on all the social medias at Lounger with Tony. Or apparently in someone's email trash box.
0: (laughs) It goes straight to trash if you get an email from Lounging with Tony, guys. Blake's not here today. He
1: couldn't reply to that. I I
0: know. He's having a fight with our engineer. I'm playful. Um, Yell and Blake aren't here, but I do have to give Blake a shout out for. I don't even know if you know this, but for some reason, well, we all know Blake was on Little in Little Rascals and Full House as a child, but for some reason the media has picked up that he like grew up and got high. This week, I thought it was like gay blogs, and they kind of like did that a few years ago. And then somebody new comes and they realize all over again. But he was just on e news Instagram uh, for this literally a picture of him and then like a picture of him in a Speedo. So, e news, oh, yeah. thanks for shouting out a boy. Oh,
1: they oh, okay,
0: okay. I don't know what I mean, very random
1: because they. Because they did that, like, a few years That's ago. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like, this was, the stories come back around, and he's like, yep, still here, still.
1: Well, listen, get your life, the, Blake. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, if it's a slow news week and they want to pick that up, then ride the, <laughs> ride the train.
0: Blake, maybe it's, maybe it was a heavy news week, but they couldn't resist your charms. Either way, I'd love to see that on my feed. Ms. Moore, you weren't here last week. Oh, it's like Candy Moore. Y'all relate You're you're related I've never called you that And then it shocked me And And I had to stop the show I was like
1: wait For two seconds You had no idea What to say I panicked About my own
0: revelation (laughs) Anyway um, You weren't here last week Because why
1: Well last week I was working The Drag Race finale Folks What do you think about that Now wait I have to say this And I've said
0: it before But I thought about it again You work with you've worked with the Queens many times, you work for World of Wonder. Yes. But what shocked me at Dragcon was when RuPaul said your name.
1: I now listen, not only is
0: it amazing for the queen of all queens to just know your name, but I listened to RuPaul's Podcast, uh-huh. she can't remember a name ever, and that's why it's extra amazing.
1: Well, for I've, I've worked uh Dragon uh since the first one, yeah, and um, I've always uh done the panel. So, if you guys are at Dragon and you go to a panel, you'll normally see me running around, running and making back and sure forth, everything is good, yeah. Um, and so it's my own little secret thing uh-huh. that I do for myself, that's a little tradition, um, is that every time uh, before Rue goes into the room for his keynote, um, I'm just kind of there in, like, the holding uh, with him and uh, someone else uh, from World of Wonder and his publicist and Rue. And I've always just kind of, like, just kind of been in the area, you know, just to, like, help out or facilitate or anything like that. And uh, this year... Um, I gave him a slight wave And he was like Oh hey Tony And I thought to myself Oh I didn't realize He knew my name Yeah So that was shocking Yeah So it was exciting to you too Yeah yeah And then when The keynote happened And I was helping Adjust the microphone Yeah Um he was like, uh, oh, Tony will help you out with that. And I was like... That's when I heard it. My jaw dropped. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I but love it. I, I loved it too. But but Rue, can he's so nice. And so he's his work ethic and just the way that he is, it's, it's so great. It
0: seems very genuine to me on and off. Yeah. By the way, he's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly on he Stands Tomorrow. Is. He I is. I love... I mean, I'll be picking that up.
1: Yes. Yes. You should pick it up. Don't um, mind if I do... Just gonna
0: casually check my phone.
1: Are you are you getting picked up over there, Adam? <laughs> not
0: not at all. It's a bill
1: An L- email form. Little a little something. Just going a little on something. Little, you know, the second we're
0: live, the just DMs start sliding little in. Work from
1: home, little part. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now
0: wait. Since you were there, now oh, this was something we actually want to talk about. I don't want any spoilers, but I do want to know the vibe. What was how was it? I heard it's the finale. Different this year.
1: Um, I can't say anything. Yeah, no. I mean,
0: I don't want. To, I don't want to know, but. Were you excited by
1: it? I'm always excited about the finale. Yeah. Um, And the energy of it is great because, you know, the show allows fans to come and and see the taping of it. And so you have everyone there. You have fans. You know, you have the judges. You have Rue. You have the contestants. You have... Celebrity fans. Celebrity fans. You have... um, Past uh, queens mm-hmm. who are there as well, and the vibe is just so fun, and it's like you're anticipating like what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. Totally. And um, the one thing that I, I will say is that after the, after the finale, uh, you realize, and even though you know we consistently ask fans, please don't take photos, don't post anything, don't video or anything like that. Um, I've had friends come up to me and say, "Well, there's." Things that explain exactly what happened, or there's a picture, or or this, that, and the other. And I think to myself, fans need to under, understand that it's really, and even though you're paying for tickets, mm-hmm. it's a privilege to see this, of course, you know, live and in person. Yes. And it's a it's a privilege to to be a part of it. Um, don't let that get taken away. Because you want the likes and the follows Because you want to show people What's happening in the finale Because And not that I'm putting a bug out there But we don't want to get to a point where And by we I mean like viewers and fans Mm -hmm. of of Drag Race. We don't want to get to a point where that's not an option for us anymore because so many people go to this and they want to take pictures and videos and stuff and even when they're told not to, they still do it or they go on social media and give a rundown of what's going to happen. It It ruins it.
0: drives me
1: crazy. I'm
0: a super fan and I want to wait and see it. But what makes me nuts is you can't... It's very hard for me to escape it and now I'm almost... Like, I, I'm i not enjoying, I love being on Instagram and seeing, like, all the queens, what are they talking about? And now I feel like I have to skip by every picture because there's so many spoilers out mm-hmm. there. People go on Reddit, which luckily I am not, I don't understand Reddit, I don't understand so I stay off of that. that yeah. But that's where the rumors always start, and then people mm-hmm. in, put them on the other sites. And I just found out, I didn't realize that there's a reunion this week, and then next week is the finale. But before knowing that... You and I just
1: found that out at the same time. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay.
0: But I was bummed because I've literally been dodging spoilers all week, and now Mm -hmm. it's another week. Guys, why? Like, why can't we just watch it and have fun?
1: I miss the days of pre-social media where you, you couldn't find out about things unless it was in a soap opera digest or yep, a magazine uh-huh. or something like that Like totally. that was the no i didn't read soap opera
0: i used to watch days did you know that religiously i, I didn't know that did. that you watched it mm-hmm. it's been a decade but i loved did it. you
1: know that i do a full recap <laughs> right here at after buzz <laughs> tv every sunday at 4 p.m pacific standard time for dish and days with mark
0: who's on drag race mark J. after
1: buzz yep
0: Anyway, now we're not talking about days. Oh, yes. guys, just stop. Stop with the spoilers, no please. Spoilers. It drives me crazy. Yes. And I've already heard things I did not want to hear and know yes. things I don't want to know. And it yes. makes me mad. Yes. But we love the show and that. Also, yeah. I mean, I heard um, when Adore left All Stars. I had already known that before. And, mm-hmm. like, those are big shot. I knew Valentina was going when she did.
1: Well, the, the interesting thing about that is that, again, that was posted... Um, A friend of mine who pays attention to all that stuff, he said uh, you know, someone posted exactly what was going to happen and he said if she's paired with Nina then mm-hmm. I know that it, that everything that they said is gonna be true yeah. and sure enough it played out well you know how I found out
0: uh, Jasmine Masters posted a still of and I don't know how this even leaked but it was the next episode that said after Valentina's elimination Yeah, and then she did a thing that right after was like oh guys I think that's fake you didn't think that was fake but it was the damage was done I was like yeah. no, now it's in my head and I think it, even yeah. when I hear a rumor that ends up not being true it's in my head the whole time so like, yeah. I think I know I just I, I take Drag Race too seriously quite frankly but I like like just well, watch as it you as should. you go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah,
1: as you should. So I don't want to know. But I, I
0: will say, even though I don't have like a front runner favorite, which bothers me, I mm-hmm. think all four are extremely talented.
1: You know, I it's it's interesting because at this point I then start to see who could win mm-hmm. and why. Mm-hmm. Because they are four very different, very distinct mm-hmm. queens. Yeah. Um you have Trinity who is a pageant queen, but she's the embodiment of pushing yourself to the next level, mm-hmm. where you keep the ideals of a pageant queen, where everything is polished, right? But you just go for it, yeah. you know. But
0: she was also ended up being the funniest of the four, and she's not mm-hmm. a comedy queen, but yeah. she brought the comedy she every did. time, which I
1: always look for. Yeah, and then you have uh Miss cool-huh who's like this. Cool, just kind of down to earth, innovative, totally. Um, little artsy at times, Mm -hmm. kind of a queen. Um, who can dance and perform cool is a
0: very great way to describe yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have uh, Sasha Valor, who's this artistic, like, uh, kind of like I deemed her as like it's almost like she was plucked out of like the Stonewall era yeah, and then put in here. And she just expresses herself through this creative art form.
0: I think it's very cool after nine seasons, when you still have a queen that can be so unique Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen in nine seasons, Mm -hmm. which I love. And then then Peppermint,
1: Peppermint who I think, um, with her transition and everything really explains, um, You know, drag is what she does, trans is Mm -hmm. who she is, and that you can do both. You can be a drag queen and still be trans. Um, And she's funny, and I feel like she came into her own later on in the season, but I think she's totally relatable and likable. Very. And entertaining.
0: If, since Roos kept all four, if you had to have picked one to go, who would you have picked? Based on the show, you know, not on favoritism or who you might know, but... Mm
1: -hmm. Um, my top three. Um, and, and this was before I knew, I saw that Rue was going to keep all four. Uh, my top three was Trinity, Shay, and Sasha. Yeah, same. those are my top three. It's
0: <laughs> funny because Peppermint, who I would have thought was going home, but now that she's in the top, she's like kind of snuck her way to the top of my list yeah. of like winning because I always think of it's not just the game. Like Shay won the most in terms mm-hmm. of just playing the game. But Peppermint, I really take a look at who will carry on this legacy throughout the year and, like, be a voice, and I think that's Peppermint. For being a a trans woman, yes, but for many other reasons, too. I Mm -hmm. just already see her on. She's just polished in that way already, Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that. And the other one, randomly, for me is Sasha, who I just thought was talented but didn't care about all season. But suddenly I'm like, oh, you bring something different to be a voice for Drag Mm -hmm. Race. So two people I never had in my top, and now they're... Now yeah. they're there. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I don't know, I now I'm all confused because I'm like now I can see any one of them winning yeah. and I'm fine with yep. any which of I like. Four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'll tell you well, we'll talk we'll talk a lot more about Drag Race next week so I won't go into that yet. But oh, I have one question. Yes. For or not a qu- I was watching an interview on red carpet of the finale mm-hmm. and Aja said into uh, I guess the question was is there anything like we didn't see, you know. Uh and she said if we had those extra five minutes in a show, there would have been a lot that you see. Saying that VH, there was more extra commercials with VH1. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been talking about why is there no um, mini, cha- mini challenge, is that what it is? Oh yeah, they used yeah. to do the mini challenge. Uh-huh. There wasn't a lot of pay crew, there wasn't a lot of this. Yeah. And so I didn't realize that there were, if, if that's true, five minutes shorter, it makes a lot of sense, like you could fill a lot in five minutes, so
1: mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's um, interesting.
0: Yeah, because I just heard a lot of complaints about that. I, there's always complaints well about one thing but
1: one major complaint that went away very quickly was the the commercial breaks with wendy williams rock it sure did go away it went away real quick but you know what i, I as i was telling a friend of mine that would have worked if they only came in three times mm-hmm. every 15 so uh, it comes on at eight right so 8 15 mm-hmm. they came in 8.30 they came in, 8.45 they came in, 9 o'clock, it's an after show. I, I agree. Race. Because I a know the controversy was show.
0: about Wendy, but that wasn't why it didn't work for me. It just wasn't working. It, it, it felt you know, very forced.
1: Well, they had 30 seconds to get something out, yeah. and then when the show ended, they ended. And I felt like it should have led into... Actually discuss it. A, like a live studio. Totally. Like, oh my god, this moment was amazing. Uh, you know, they could have really had... Yeah, because all it was was like, who show. did you
0: like? Who did. And Ross kn- knows everything that happened, so he couldn't yeah. say much anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I always get the vibe that the other person there, whoever the guest was, probably didn't even watch Drag Race, so it just yeah. it didn't feel
1: yeah right. but it, it went away it would have been a great uh, it, they could have took on like a watch what happens live sort of vibe totally to it yeah. and have
0: a queen come in each, I mean how amazing would that be have a queen have come you, in have the eliminated have queen
1: previous queens come in definitely um, or just or the drag race super fans yes that are just celebrities come in there's, there's a lot they could have done yeah They didn't and it's gone we'll we'll see we'll see
0: what changes next year we shall see there's always changes babies
1: well speaking of changes yeah uh, there was a date change to uh, DragCon New York yes um, and it has been announced Uh, DragCon New York will now happen September 9th and 10th in New York Um, tickets are on sale now and you can go to RuPaul's DragCon uh, to find out uh, more information about uh, Dragon New York. Yeah, and I'm so excited for you,
0: East Coast Babies, because. It's amazing, and I yeah. f- there's probably so many people that obviously are traveling across the country yes. to come here. Now you have your chance to see the queens.
1: And they've already uh, announced uh, some of the queens or some of the guests that will be there. We have Alexis Mateo from season three, Farrah Moan uh, from season nine, uh, Acid Betty, Jade Sotomayor from season one, Kim Chi, uh, Milk, uh, Michelle Visage, uh, Peppermint, Shea Coulee, Tammy Brown, uh, T.S. Madison will be there. Vivacious, who I don't think has been to yeah, a drag I don't con think so either. Now that it's in New York, will be there. And, uh, yeah, so uh, for more of the list, you can go to RuPaul'sDragCon.com. Yeah,
0: and check it. I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah,
1: it's going to be amazing.
0: Now, the big news this
1: week mm-hmm.
0: uh, in the LGBT world was for Philly's Pride... They added a brown and black stripe to the pride flag Mm -hmm. um, to represent people of color, LGBT people, LGBT POC. Um, A simple thing they just did in Philly, uh, and it caused a firestorm of controversy. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, I've been hearing about it every day.
0: Mm -hmm. So, with people, some people in support of it, and some people saying... Well, that has nothing to do with the the pride flag, and they're mad. My first initial thought was when I first saw it I was like, oh, I just don't get it because the other colors aren't skin colors, so this makes it different. Right. But then, after reading about it and seeing us opinions on both sides, I thought, well, if this is a dr- first of all, the reason they did it was to make. I wrote down their actual reason, but who can read this writing? But basically, to make non-white LGBT people more visible, which it which because of this conversation it is, but that's an important cause, especially in Philly where they have a, I constantly read about racism problems with like in the gay bars there. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense and that's great. But ultimately it's like, if it's addressing this issue, who cares? Like I don't get the people that are so mad about you. Why are you putting this thing on? But then as I was reading both sides sort of kind of turned me off because it was so there was so much anger involved over something that shouldn't be that big of a deal and it really made me realize like this is a d de- it is just two stripes on the flag but it's proving that within our own community we are not united which we kind of knew even not on a race i mean we're just known that gay people try and bring each other down stereotypically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now with race involved but like both sides it was just coming at it from like ugliness, and it makes me sad.
1: Yeah, well, the uh, we, we were talking uh, before the show and we were looking at what the colors of the flag actually mean. Uh, the pink is sexuality, red is life, orange is healing, yellow is sunlight, green is nature, turquoise is magic art, uh, indigo is serenity and harmony, and violet is spirit. And for me, I feel like that encompasses what our community should be. Mm-hmm. Um it has nothing to do with race because I feel like when we do come together as a group, we shouldn't see color. Right. And we shouldn't see each other's um differences, but we should see, you know, how we are alike and the one thing that we have alike um is that we're a part of the LGBTQ community. Um, So when I saw the flag and that they wanted to add the black and brown for visibility of um, non-white LGBTQ people being one of Mm -hmm. color, um, I thought, you know what? I don't need that. Because I feel like I'm already fully aware of what the issue is in our community. And... I don't need the flag to have a representation of of a race or a specific group of people because it should be about all of us. Yeah. And it should be all inclusive.
0: Which is, I mean, it literally is what it was supposed to represent. Yes. So I agree with that too. That yes. If things need to be done, maybe this isn't the thing to be done right. to, to make a change.
1: What, what needs to be done is to better the community and to do things visually to incorporate um all races and all types Mm -hmm. in the lgbtq community Um, growing up and i i don't know how you felt about this but growing up i felt like when they portrayed a gay man they were tall white abs blonde hair blue eyes sure that was the quintessential oh did I say that right? You did it you did it in such a way that it, it skimmed by. <laughs> um you know that was the like man yeah, that totally. you know, was just appealing, you know, sexually and who you wanted to be with and things like that. And everything else seemed to be more of a fetish. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel as if if we had more representation of all different types of LGBTQ people, Asian, femme, mask, uh, Black, White, Hispanic. Then, you know, Little Timmy who lives in, you know, wherever. I hate pointing out. A certain I know, place I know, it gets weird. <laughs> but you know, or but little, we know where Little Timmy lives little tony who was growing up in columbia south carolina who used to go to blockbuster to rent you know the gay film so that he could feel more connected and understand gay people would be able to see all different types of gays so that way my mind wouldn't just be programmed to say oh well this is what Totally is gay and what is attracting and all that. You know what I mean? It's like what
0: we talked about with Fire Island where it's like, okay, it's not Mm -hmm. that this kind of show shouldn't exist, but we need to represent the entire spectrum. Right. Um, And I mean, honestly, this is embarrassing. But when I I mean, I was much, 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 much younger, but literally remember seeing an overweight gay person. And was confused at, mm-hmm. a, at a certain age, and was like, "Oh, I literally didn't know it exists. Of course, it. Of course there's it does. literally every type of person can be gay. Yeah, but it was that ingrained in my head of what you were saying, that yeah. image that we see,
1: and Side like, note, that's a problem. You mentioned Fire Island. I met George, who was a part of Fire Island. Yeah,
0: who? Uh, Jorge.
1: Oh, is it Jorge
0: or George? Yeah. Well, you white explained that, uh, but it's Jorge. Oh, it's Jorge. Yeah. Oh, Jorge. Yeah. I meant Jorge. Yeah. 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 That's, That's good. He's Oh, he was at the finale, yeah? He
1: was, yeah. yes. Uh, I love so, yeah. that.
0: Um, a Fire Island fan.
1: <laughs> I watched a few episodes. Um, but, yeah, so, and interesting enough when you brought up the overweight game, uh-huh. um, I feel like You know, that person can go into a community and realize that they are disliked because they are overweight. Mm -hmm. And then that person ends up going to the gym and transforming and becoming, you know, the ideal. Right. And then suddenly they're getting all of this attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Same person. Same sweetheart, right? same, you know, whatever, but it's not until you feel like you can change the physical that suddenly you're more appealing. For sure. And this is obviously
0: uh, applies to women, straight women. I mean, any woman, there's a there's always that. But that's talked about a lot, but it happens a lot in the gay community. But Mm -hmm. with race. There needs to be a ton of change. I mean, I just was shocked to see. But I also think then, like, people who didn't want the stripes were instantly called racist. And, you know, it's someone like you... Were like, you don't need the stripes, you said. You know, like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of different opinions, but there was just so much ugliness within it, and that's the thing that bums me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stripes, whatever. Maybe you like and maybe you don't, and feel however you feel. For sure, but there was so much ugliness connected to it that I was like, oh, maybe this is a problem. Mm-hmm. But while we're talking about race, I feel yes. like you have, a, you have you have some points to bring up. I
1: do. Sorry, I was uh, I was looking in our in our chat. Oh yeah, and um. I don't <laughs> What's even happening? I don't even know if I should give this person any attention. Oh, I know there's the struggle. There's a very rude person in uh in the chat room. Um I'm not gonna say their name. They you know don't give that attention. Um but I feel like you should probably exit. And I'll leave it at that. Is it about race? No, it's just about uh gays in general. oh. You know, um, we might have
0: had him last week. I l- there's listen, there are always
1: there's always one. By the
0: time I get to my car from here, which is 30 seconds, Yeah. last week, there were two thumbs down on the show. Which yeah. is fine. Thumbs down if you don't like it. But to me, that means you were sitting there waiting. Like, why are you looking up gay content? And then immediately before it's done, like, and then I'm on to you, boo. I think like, you
1: might like boys. If you're a boy. Oh, my God. You know what? I used to always think that when straight guys used to make it a point to, like, point to call me names yes. and all that kind of stuff, I thought to myself... The struggle is real, and I believe it.
0: I would go so far as to say, ninety to ninety-five percent of the time, that there's something brewing in there that makes them uncomfortable for a reason. Yes.
1: Uh, well, and since we're on this, yeah. and then I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a friend. Uh, his name is Brian. Shout out to Brian. Um, <laughs> hey, Brian. I recently uh, saw him here in LA. He did a show at the Broad, um, which was uh, it was basically a show about. A planet full of gays And you can clone yourself And like It's very futuristic Love that Right Um And Every time we get together We grew up together In Columbia And every time we get together We talk about the time Where He totally disliked me Um Just Flat out hated me And It wasn't until Years later I mean this was in middle school Mind you Yeah Uh It wasn't until we got older He said I disliked you Because you were just yourself. And I felt like I couldn't be myself. Yep. And I was like, oh, I was like, that feels so bad for you. Because <laughs> I really was myself. Yeah, I which was, is beautiful. I, oh, thank you. Um, I marched to the beat of my own drum. I wasn't a follower. I just... Did me, uh-huh. um, and I think that's what he wanted, and so sure. he saw that in me and hated it. We're fine now. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Brian again. We're fine <laughs> now, but I, but I, uh, since we were talking about yeah, that, and it, I mean, it it it's th- th- I mean, think th- of
0: all the times that the Republican politicians who are against gay policies always are-
1: get caught in the bathrooms. Oh.
0: Always. So it's like, the jig is up, babies. We get it. And I I feel for you that you need to be so closeted. That must be horrible. Uh, But you're an adult. Like, it's one thing when you're a child and you don't know anybody. You're an adult. You don't need to turn on to those people. Well, whatever. Anyway, thank you, sir, and chat. That has proven that point, I'm sure.
1: Anyway. Okay, so. um, I'm not going to part that. All right, so. I love the show The Real. Yeah. And You're I, a
0: regular visitor, aren't you? I
1: am a regular <laughs> visitor. And I was scrolling through Instagram, and uh, this popped up. And it reminded me of, we just talked about the flag and the gay community mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh, they asked, is it racist to have a racial preference when it comes to dating? And I feel like this topic is one that is consistently talked about in the LGBT, Definitely. Uh, Q community. Um, because and, on Grindr, people put...
0: No, whatever. No, no, ra- insert, insert whatever
1: you don't want here. Yeah. Um, I was interested in hearing our thoughts, but it's just me and yeah. you. <laughs> so it you was, tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Right. It was very interesting. this one black, one white. Yes. So, that was
0: going to give you the full spectrum.
1: So um, so I'll let you start. Yeah. I could t- I've evolved on this
0: because when I first heard it, which is now years ago, um, I thought, well, You like who you like, and it's not you might not be racist, but you're attracted to who you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. Then I started seeing it just from a different angle, and that first of all, that's fine. You're attracted to who you're attracted to, but what business do you have putting and it's still your profile putting no whatever, no whites. I don't care what it is. Like you're literally saying, "I this is don't even bother me if you look like this."
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you come off. Not well, in my, my opinion. Although yeah. those people, I'm sure, team up and get along. Lovely. Mm-hmm. But most importantly to me, I think you're really closing yourself off to opportunities if that's in your head. Yeah. I might be more attracted to certain races and haven't found certain ones, uh, it, met them in life and thought that. But I would ne- There is, I can't think of a single race that I haven't seen via picture or in life and have been... Yes, please. Yeah. But if I went into it just thinking, oh, but I don't really like this race that way, even thinking I'm not racist at all, like we can still be friends. Mm -hmm. You're just cutting yourself off to so much. Yeah. Why can't you, first of all, why are you even putting that label on it? Why can't you, if you, if you are, I just don't want to use a white example. So if you are Asian and you only like Asians, because that's just ha- who you happen to be attracted to. Mm-hmm. That to me is not racist. But if you're putting it on like I only am attracted to Asians and I don't, whatever, I don't, no one else. It be, there's a there's a tinge of racism in there in just that you are, but it, but within yourself, like you're 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 doing it to yourself. You're not mm-hmm. really going to hurt any any other races uh, by doing this, unless you hurt someone's feelings. But you're hurting yourself, in my opinion, by closing yourself off. Yes. That's a whitey's perspective. That's let's let, let's see what else we got.
1: Um so I I suddenly felt the need to look up the definition of racist. Okay. And it says a person who shows or feels discrimination or prejudice against people of other races or who believes that a particular race is superior to another. Um Ooh, well that, uh, that sounds actually
0: Even more racist now Based on the definition It is discrimination And it does feel superior to
1: others Yes, so Before reading that And even kind of still after um, I wouldn't consider Someone a racist I would look at them As you said And and say I don't think You're realizing the beauty That you can find Mm Mm-hmm In other people that may not be on your list. So when someone lists um, on their dating profile, we'll say dating profile. Yeah. uh, That they're not into femme, Asian, black, Latin, whatever. I only date white. I only date black. I only date Latins. I only date Asian. I feel like you're telling yourself that you can't be attracted to... Right, someone uh, and there are there are so many people and so many examples of people in my life that I know who made the same statement I, I if you look at my dating history I only dated fill in the blank here mm-hmm. but that's not who they ended up with Right, they ended up with someone completely different and I feel like you know when you when you create this list of of knows you don't really allow yourself to connect with certain people exactly i've i feel like i've personally and i've talked to other friends who you know you connect with someone and you connect with someone who has on their list i would never date in my case i would never date a black guy mm-hmm. but you can tell that There's interest, but for some reason, they won't allow themselves to move forward with it as they would with someone who checks off all the boxes on their list. Sure. You know what I mean? Totally. So I feel like you're you're really closing yourself off from just exploring people, you know? Exactly. And when you
0: said dating history, like, maybe you as a white person maybe you've only dated white people but mm-hmm. that's different than saying no I don't find certain races attractive like you ended up only dating one race I don't think that's racist right tons probably a majority of people do that yeah but it but you're not closing yourself off to finding other people you don't even have to go on a date with someone else just literally they're saying finding them attract. like it's it's strange to it's, me to
1: be so in that box yeah it, and You know, I live in a world of rose-colored glasses. And my parents always taught... And I've said this on the show before. My parents always taught me to... um, To not pay attention to someone's race or sexuality. But to actually, like know the person for who they are and the type of person that they are. Um, And I feel like that's why when, for me, when it comes to dating, I'm all about the personality. And the personality makes you that much more attractive. Of course. But being around people who are, who say they will never date a certain race, it's, you really look at that person and go, You just, you don't know what you're missing out on. And are you saying that because you literally have never, can't ever find someone of that race attractive or even sexually attractive? I find that hard to believe. It doesn't make, even if like this goes back to, if you want to say like someone
0: overweight versus the perfectly fit stereotype of a, if you're only into attracted to that perfectly fit person, there's a gorgeous sculpted person of every race then mm-hmm. yeah. so really because of a certain skin color but everything else checks the boxes
1: yeah i don't buy that or if yeah. it is,
0: like what's going on if that's truly genuinely true
1: yeah and i mean i have i have found so many different types of people very Same, and people. as i get older
0: it is just widening and widening honestly uh,
1: and i and i think for me it's just always been wide uh-huh. you know um i can never say i would never date insert yeah. whatever here um and i, I I feel like people block themselves off because of maybe sometimes how things look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're a white guy and you're dating a black guy, like, how does that look maybe to your circle of friends? Or, you know, if you're um, a Latin guy uh, dating an Asian, you know, how does that look? To yeah. You, you know what I mean? Instead and of that just,
0: is sad because then you're, you're already not going into the relationship thinking about the right things. If you're thinking about right. what other people think, whether it's about race or anything else. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. That's that's hard. It's it's hard enough for in our community anyway, when you might already be thinking, what will people think if I'm dating a man? Right. Before you're comfortable. Right. So you don't need to bring race into it. But again, people in certain places where they know that'll be looked down on.
1: Yeah. It's hard. So, I I mean, in some, I think by definition, maybe you can call them Mm -hmm. racist. Um, I don't view them as racist. I view them as someone who hasn't lived. I th- yes, and
0: that's why I think it's sad. But I think that there are racism when you think of racist, like there's the true hate in heart, evil mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. which is a horrible thing. but otherwise, do you know the Avenue Q song? Everyone's a little bit racist. Like mm-hmm. I, it's just it may, uh, maybe this new generation coming up will wipe that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it truly is just how we're raised that you could have zero, zero hate in your heart, but you you still know stereotypes and think certain. Jo- like I used to think, I, I depending on who's telling it, a, a race, a racial joke about white person or any other person. when a true comedian is telling it is funny to me. Mm -hmm. Now I feel very self-conscious because I'm really trying to, like race is such a thing that I've learned a lot even in the past few years. Mm -hmm. But I think when it's not coming from a place of hate, it's funny because it's us laughing at ourselves that this is like, we're literally all the same, Mm -hmm. different cultures, different customs, different color skin. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just so silly to me that it becomes funny. Mm I don't know. I forget the point I was trying to make wrapped around there, but uh, don't be racist, kids. Oh, that's right. what it was. There's there's le- there's non evil hatred racism, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you don't have a little racist in you, and uh, you know don't be so quick to fight it if you're especially thinking closing yourself off like yeah. that.
1: I just feel like you should just remember that we're all a part of this community and just be open. Yeah, I, I think you will see that colorful world that we live in if we treated each other better and if we saw things in each other that were appealing. I don't always think that the most fit guy is the most appealing. Especially when you're saying you're looking at personality. Yeah, but I also feel like body can change. Personality can't
0: body will change
1: yeah we're getting older whether you stay fit all your life or not and and just because someone is of a different race than you doesn't mean that you can't find common things
0: no and if you truly can't again look inward please and try and figure out why 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 with just another human being you can't yeah oh I breathed in and wheezed mm-hmm. a little. So what are there. you going do? All yeah. right, guys, we have to run. But a quick, a quick thing I want to tell you, and then we'll expand on it later. But the two of the original writers of Golden Girls, which is of course a gay classic, mm-hmm. they are writing a pilot about called Silver. Fo- they wrote a pilot called Silver Foxes about four older gay men of a retirement age, and. I really want it to become a thing. There is the, there was a table read last year and it was Leslie Jordan, mm-hmm. George Takei, Bruce Valanche, and uh, the third guy I think his name is Todd Sherry, but I wasn't familiar with him, but he was on Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and then Sherry O'Terry was at the table read too. So that would be amazing, but just in jo- I mean, first of all, it's not just someone doing a spin-off. It's like these were the writers of The Golden Girls. So you already know that's good comedy. Uh, and then bringing on Older gay men who I assume Struggle to find roles in Hollywood mm. Very exciting to me But one of the writers, Stan Zimmerman um, Is going to be our guest In two weeks, so it will be a Golden Girls extravaganza We'll talk oh. all about the pilot But also, you know, secrets behind the scenes So if you're a fan, and I hope you are Tune in in two weeks And check that out And uh, we'll spill the tea on what, what where, the, where the pilot is What are the chances? It's almost
1: kind of like the revival boat that's happening,
0: exactly. But without it being like we're getting four new women and calling it the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which there are certain things you can't. I would love the Golden Girls to be back, but I mean, we. I like when they take something but make it a little different, so mm-hmm. you know. So it'll be men, it'll be different, but it's
1: could different be good. Take. It
0: could be good. Could yeah, be good. Yeah. All right, guys, oh, we love you. We love even even the broken baby that was in the chat room. Um, you're gonna f- you're gonna be able to come out someday and I think find your peace and happiness he's banned from the chat by the way I threw him in the trash but he's <laughs> but he in the trash now like all of Tony's emails where you put emails. most things Josh <laughs>
1: where you put most things
0: oh guys okay thanks for joining us next week we're gonna go heavy on Drag Race we're gonna talk about what we see at the reunion and what's to come on the finale but for mm. now I'm Adam Salandra you find me on Instagram and all things at Adam Salandra
1: And I believe I'm still Tony Moore. And you can find me on all the social media platforms at Lounger with Tony or my website, loungerwithtony.com. Bye, friends. Bye.
0: From executive producers
1: Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.